Cool. Hey team, welcome to the first Valesco Fitness Collective podcast. Um, so I'm James, I'm one of the coaches, some of you may know me, some of you may not. Um, I am here with Ellie. Ellie, how are you? Very well, thank you. Cool. Do you want to give us a 20 second who's Ellie Buck for the listeners? I can. Uh, so I'm Ellie, I am one of the co-founders and directors of uh, Velasco Fitness Collective. Uh, I'm also one of the coaches. Uh, we've been open for about five years. Uh, and I'm really excited to be here to share a bit about our past journey with you and to give you an insight into what we're looking to do in the future. Nice. Cool. Thanks. So the idea behind the podcast, it's, it's been a, a topic of conversation for a little while. Just as a, a, slightly, a slightly longer form way of engaging with people and being able to share a little bit more kind of dynamically on a, on a slightly different level or different platform to usual. So obviously we've got you know, all of the social media outlets, we've got email. Um, I personally have, have devoured quite a lot of podcasts over the last probably year or so. I've kind of really got into them and really seen the value in what they can offer, both from a, a content delivery and an informing standpoint, but also from the opportunity for you guys to be able to ask questions on a level that you may not have previously been able to. So, you know, if you have questions for particular coaches on particular topics if you've got questions on particular themes those are always things that we can look to address you know we can bring specific people on to talk about specific topics if it's of interest and I think that's probably echoed in the plans that we have so you know there's plans for Vicky to be able to come on and talk about nutrition Um, Leanne's going to come on and talk everything kind of yoga and wellness uh, if any of the coaches have a specific interest or a specific specialty, you can probably expect to hear a lot about that. We'll have things like, you know, what's in your kit bag, what the CrossFit Open means, everything about lockdown, and essentially anything that kind of poses an interest and any questions and, and themes that we get asked. Um, so I think without further ado, as per any good functional fitness class, it's probably time to get warmed up. Um, with that in mind, Ellie, I have a couple of questions for you to help you get nice and loose, get ready for the next sort of 20 minutes or so. Cool. That all all right? Absolutely. Wicked. Cool. Peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy all the way. Uh, favourite movement, favourite CrossFit movement? Handstand press-ups. Okay. Least favourite CrossFit movement? Thrusters. <laughs> nice. Ironically very similar. Yeah, right. Um, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Uh, cookies or brownies? Brownies. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Yeah, right, no kidding. Um, Metcons or nanos? Metcons. Lifters or no lifters? No lifters. Nice, I put that in there because I knew you were a no lifter person. <laughs> and I thought that may, might be controversial. Favourite open workout that you've ever done? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it probably has to be... One from the last open, and I can't remember which one it was. It was the second or third, but it had the strict handstand press-ups at the end. <laughs> yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> um, assault bike or rower? I'm going to say assault bike. Strong, controversial, but I heavily agree. Um, if you had to spend lockdown with a CrossFit athlete, who would it have been? Oh, wow. Um, that's a great question. Um... I'm a tough one. Would have had to be someone in America because the weather's considerably better than the UK. That is true. Um, 
I'd probably go Matt Fraser just because I got Matt Fraser and Tia Claire for two for the price of one. Yeah, that is true. I think mine would be Matt as well. Um, and finally, summer or winter? Summer. Nice. Cool. Thanks. Feel nice and loose. Absolutely. Appropriately ready <laughs> after our AMRAP one. Um, okay, cool. So I think the most logical place to begin is where everything did begin. Kind of tell us a little bit about how Valesco started, how you guys knew each other, and I guess for you know the newer members, who you guys even are. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the three of us, Amy, Leila, and myself, um, we've known each other for ten plus years. Um, it's a bit scary saying that out loud. So we've been we've been open for five years, so probably about six years ago. The idea sort of came to fruition, I guess, um, through conversations about not really enjoying current jobs, wanting to have a bit more independence, um, all having a shared love of CrossFit and functional fitness. Um, uh, and I was then made redundant, which led to conversations around, well, why don't we open a gym? Um, and to which my first response was, don't be ridiculous. Um, and shortly after, before we probably actually thought about what was going on, we'd affiliated signed a contract for a 10-year lease on a rather large property in the centre of Bristol and then realised that we should probably open a gym. Um, so that's that's where it all started. Um, and five years later, we're still here to tell the tale. We celebrate our fifth birthday on the 15th of September this year. Um, and hopefully, obviously current conditions permitting, we're looking at organising a pretty awesome birthday party for, for everybody. Nice. Okay. Yeah, hell of a hell of a journey. A couple of years worth of, <laughs> of stories, I'm sure. Um, so how, obviously, kind of made redundant, open a gym. You know, you said you're the kind of least sporty of the three of you. Yeah. How did how did kind of CrossFit and sport evolve for you personally? Um. So sport didn't really evolve for me until my mid twenties. I did everything I could at school to avoid it. Um. <laughs> took up smoking at a very young age and continued um and it was actually my brother who basically dragged me kicking and screaming to a crossfit gym and said i know you well enough to know that you'll actually quite enjoy this um and pretty much within the first class um, which was at dragon athletic in cardiff i was hooked um shortly after i dragged amy to the uh to crossfit gb in, Bris- in brislington and uh the rest is kind of history so i was sort of hooked from from my first CrossFit session, really, which was just over eight years ago. Nice. So I guess if we, uh, I'll ask this question with a, a caveat, what's the journey for the three of you been like and for the gym itself, you know, over the last five years? Um, my caveat being up until, probably up until January 2020, because I think the beyond that deserves its own little slot. Absolutely. Um, that's about like five years in itself. So from opening until January this year, um, it's been a roller coaster. Um, we've all learned things that we would never envisage learning by running a gym. Um, but obviously on the whole, it's been it's been a super positive experience for all of us. Um, we are able to pursue a passion. We're able to work with people on a daily basis, which is what we all love doing. Um, we've been able to grow and expand and move into different areas and, and, and sort of reach people that um, we didn't think initially we were able to. Um, on a personal level, um, I was I was kind of in this, not on my own for sure, because Amy and Layla were both in the business, but I did the vast majority of um, 
the sort of day-to-day running of the gym, um, Zoom forward five years and, and we're all in it and working together and, and actually the three of us being here on a full-time basis is something that we've been working towards for a long time and, and now that we're all in it, it, it feels great, we're all loving it, um, we're able to offer way more um, from, from a gym perspective in terms of um, the diversity of what we offer um, and yeah, we're, we're super excited about um, the next five years. Nice. What was your uh, what's, what's your highlight? Your five year highlight? A... Aside from when I joined, <laughs> obviously. Uh, five year highlight. I don't think I can pick one. I think I have to be honest. I think one of the things that is always that's always a highlight for us, which is annually, is um, is the coming together of the community um, over the over the open. Um, it's something that we've always done here. Um, for all sorts of reasons and not because we're a particularly competitive gym because we're not that's not what sits at the heart of of Velasco but it's something where we're able to sort of reach out to members and 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 kind of show them effectively what they've been learning over the last 12 months and show them that their their hard work's paid off and show them the, the power of community and and just to kind of be a part of something which is really quite important um, important to us um, and of course we have um, we're very lucky we've got two members who are very gifted videographers and they always create amazing videos for us so be able to watch those back is uh, is quite moving and I think all of us have uh, sort of been moved to tears on more than one occasion just by the, sh- the sheer the amount of love in the room which sounds a little bit corny I think but actually you can just see from watching the videos how strong the community is how much people care about each other and how actually we're all here to benefit our health um, and looking at terms of long-term health and, and well-being. But actually, one of the most important factors in that is it, are the friendships, is the community, is the support, is the love. Um, and that's that's essentially what is at the heart of Velasco. And I think the Open has always enabled us to kind of bring that to the forefront of everybody's everybody's minds. Nice. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I, love, I do love the Open, to be fair. And I think... You know, the, the videos that, that Ellie's referencing there, you know, if you just pop in on a Google search, Valesco Open Vimeo, you know, you'll be be pretty impressed with what you find, you know, the super high quality and just really a really cool reflection, I think, of, you know, five weeks worth of working out and kind of throwing down together, which is, is super cool. Um, okay, what about the, the scariest moment for you? Oh, probably the first 18 months from start to finish. Um, <laughs> it's not until you start a business that you realise how bad you are at accounting, um, that you don't have a fallback plan, um, and that you know very little about the things outside coaching that you need to know about, like social media, spreadsheets, uh, how websites actually work. Um, and so, yeah, so it was, it was a really steep learning curve, and there were many, many sleepless nights. Um but never a, but yeah, ne- never a regret, never a feeling that we shouldn't have done it. We just, we had to work through the night sometimes, pull together, um, figure out a game plan. Um, but yeah, it's been, the last three and a half years have been, the last five months accepted, um, have been a lot easier than the first 18 months for sure. Nice. All right, cool. Um, I guess on that then, fast forward four and a half years, March 2020, lockdown um how was that how was that for Velasco how was that for you you know what 
what changes as the as the gym scene and you know the the team etc um great question massive question <laughs> yeah. um we've worked lyrical about it for a very long time i think i think i think for velasco on the whole as a community of people um it, it was very mixed um the worldwide pandemic not aside but focusing purely on our, on our community and how how they managed um i think a lot of people had a lot of really different experiences some people had a great time some people you know were furloughed were able to enjoy the great weather that we had were able to reconnect with partners and spend more time with the dog and and obviously on the on the flip side of that there were lots of members who had a really tough time um people lost their jobs uh, we know some people who um, actually contracted COVID-19 themselves and were, were really quite poorly um unwell loved ones um not seeing family members for a long time because they were part of yeah. you know the amazing nhs um or having to look after um high-risk people which meant that they were you know not able to be in contact with anybody at all for, for a considerably long time and even up until now even though restrictions have been relaxed so our community have had a really really mixed um experience um Velasco itself we obviously found out on Friday along with everybody else that we were effectively closed actually as of the Saturday but we shut our doors on Friday night um that was it we we didn't go back in um we sat down on on the Saturday morning said well what, what do we do what do we how do we support our members how do we make sure we help them get through this both on a from a fitness perspective because we understand the value of staying fit and healthy both from a, a physical and a mental perspective but also just being able to reach out we felt like we were in a u- unique position to be able to reach out to members and just check in with them make sure they're all right if there's anything we could do to help um the three of us were fortunate enough to stay well through the whole thing so we wanted to we wanted to use the platform that we had um to to support our members as best we could so from from a sort of training perspective we loaned out basically every piece of kit in the gym um <laughs> From, we, we ran an online program, um, so we had four Zoom classes a day. We put out a home workout with a demonstration video every day. Um, we had other more social stuff going on, which I know a lot of other people did, like um, quizzes, and we had a book club, and we had one of our coaches, Charlie Manta, who is a, was a chef in a, in a past uh, work <laughs> life. He did a ready, steady cook every Thursday, which was massively popular. Loved it. Um, and... And we also um, just stayed in contact with members on a, on a sort of one-to-one basis. Um, we out them on, on more than one occasion. Um, so we did as much as we could. Um, I think we, we, we were delighted that we could reach as many people as we could and on all sorts of levels. Some people did the Zoom classes, some people did the home workouts, other people just borrowed a kit and did their own thing. Um, we spent quite a lot of time talking to members on an individual basis who might have been having a bit of a tough time or actually people who were wanted to talk about the good stuff because there was so much uh, negative stuff in the press they wanted to just be able to say hey actually I'm having a right time and I'm feeling a bit dragged down by by the negativity um, so yeah it was it was a really mixed bag um, I mean obviously it would have been far better for for everybody concerned, for the whole world, it goes without saying if it hadn't happened. But I think we've definitely drawn some positives from it. We've learned a lot from it. We've learned a lot about our community from it. We've, I, I'm convinced that we're coming back as a stronger, more closely knit community than we have ever been. Um, I've certainly got to know a lot more people on a on a 
yeah. on a deeper level just because there's been more time um, to get to know people and to spend, uh, sort of invest in each other. Um, and obviously from a gym perspective, we're keeping the online classes so that we're offering a more, um, a broader spectrum of ways for our members to train, we want to be able to reach people who can't actually get to us but want to be a part of the community so they can just train purely online with us. Um, and we're obviously looking at developing into other areas as well and looking at how we sort of smart on the gym, we make we make training more engaging, we you know, what what else can we offer our members? Um, and lockdown certainly gave us an opportunity to just to just step back a little bit, pause, breathe talk to people um, and actually start making some of the changes that we've, we've probably wanted to make for quite a while but just haven't had, had the time or the opportunity to do so. Nice. I guess maybe following on from that, what what does reopening look like? You know, you, met, you referenced making some changes that you might have wanted to make for a while, you know, like walking around the gym, there's stuff that I'm noticing that either wasn't there before or looks very different. Um, I, you know, I imagine with reopening comes a whole load of adjustments to the way that we program, to the way that we work out, to the way that we arrive and go to the bathroom. Um, so, you know, what I know that'll be kind of a the meat for some people in this conversation. So I guess that was probably worth getting stuck into. Absolutely. Um, and it, it happens on, on the 25th, which is three days from now. Um, I suppose on a, on a, on a physical level, um, in terms of people coming to the gym, there are all sorts of um, guidelines um, and restrictions that we obviously need to make sure that we um, abide by um, with, with keeping everybody safe at, at the heart of that. Um, there'll be a one-way system that we'll ask members to observe um, so that there's no passing in corridors or confined spaces. Um, more hand sanitizer than I've ever set eyes on before. Um <laughs> Obviously, floor, floor, um, the floor will be marked out um, with the social distancing guidelines, within social distancing guidelines, so that we can um, obviously make the best use of the space that we've got. Um, we are quite lucky here. We've got enough space to be able to put 12 people um, in a class, as well as having four people in open gym downstairs, and there's still space for five people on the mezzanine floor, which we've got. So um, we're super lucky with space. Um and we've we've actually mapped out the floor, um, which has meant that we can keep everybody safe. Um, with that in mind, we've obviously had, had had to make some changes, but they've been they've been changes that we've probably been wanting to make for a while, um, or they've given us cause to look at how we've done things in the past, which some have been purposeful, but some have just been the way that things had developed as we'd grown and there were more people in classes and the demand had sort of shifted and changed from when we first opened. Um, we've taken up the Astro it's a bit of a shame to lose that um, but it means that we've got loads more floor space which is usable for members yeah. um, it means that the gym actually looks bigger it feels bigger it looks smarter um, we've now got a big screen at the front of the gym so that as, as coaches um, we don't have to get people around a whiteboard um, which obviously we, we can't do at the minute um, it means that people in classes can see the workout the whole time they're doing it um, so it's, it's kind of a central focal point for people um, and obviously if we decide to run socials we can sort of host movie nights and stuff which is quite cool nice. um, and then just looking at what other kit we can invest in um, because we at the moment we need to but in the long term it will be great to have it um, obviously with social distancing in mind 
people can't share squat racks, people can't share barbells, people can't share rowers and skiers and assault bikes and bikers and all that sort of stuff. So we're, we're looking at how we can invest in kit which is going to be most beneficial um, to members and actually sort of grow our artillery, I guess. Um, and then just looking at the, the kind of the other stuff is just what else we can continue to offer members which isn't necessarily on a physical basis in the gym. It's about how we can develop the website, um, members-only area. Um, our yoga will be... Eventually, it will come back on site, but it will continue to be run from an online platform for the time being with um, videos being... So they're all recorded and then hosted on the website. Same with all the home workout videos. We're developing a sort of a wellness centre... Um, a nutrition um, blog and um, program area on the website. So there's there's loads and loads of stuff going on, which is which is super exciting, and we hope um, will benefit members um, both now and in the future when sort of restrictions ease further. So the I guess the takeaway from that team is that you can all expect to be uh, hammered on the assault bike during programmed <laughs> classes in the future, which I'm sure you're all looking forward to. Um, <clears throat> I guess the maybe not the elephant in the room, but I think it, it definitely warrants a, a bit of a, a conversation. Um, you know, I've used the name a couple of times already. We've been kind of a little bit careful as to how we, you know, what terms we kind of throw around. One big part of lockdown, and I think one big instigator for how things now look and how things now feel, is probably it's probably fair to say is the the unaffiliation with the CrossFit brand that um, yes. happened, what, probably three or four weeks ago now. Um, I, you know, I think I think you guys have done a really, really good job of, of addressing it and, you know, the values that you used in making the decision are super respectful. Um, you know, I, I, for one, have got a huge amount of respect for, for the way you guys navigated it. What might be quite nice for, you know, members that might have questions or might not even understand what I'm talking about when I talk about unaffiliating with a CrossFit brand might be a little bit of an insight into A, what I mean, and B, kind of how things transpired for Valesco CrossFit and, you know, how we are now sat here as Valesco Fitness Collective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and thanks for asking the question. I mean, it's definitely something that we, you know, we, we addressed head on right from the start. Um, I think it's right to, to talk about it um, in this forum as well. So CrossFit, as, as James has likened to, is, is, a, is a brand. Um, it is a fitness brand. It's a, it's a training methodology with um, community, health and well-being at the heart of it. Um, and as a gym, you can pay an affiliation fee to be a part of that brand um, and follow the training methodologies and... Um, use the material um, that, that CrossFit put out um, and it means that when people sort of search for you know they want to do CrossFit you're somebody that kind of pops up on their radar um, and, and people can want to be a part of a CrossFit community for lots of different reasons either because they like the style of training or they you know they've heard great things about how it, it, it's very community based and supportive so and CrossFit was very dear to all of us it, it was what got me into fitness in the first place without it I'm probably wouldn't be <laughs> certainly not as heavily into fitness as I am now um and so it, it yeah it, it definitely the ethos behind it cultivates community friendship um and, and really strong bonds so um 
it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great brand. It was a good brand to be a part of. Um, unfortunately, a few weeks ago, um, there was a lot of press around um, inappropriate and um, contentious and, and what we felt was unacceptable um, sort of behaviours and, and a side of the, the CEO as was, um, which meant that we didn't feel like it was closely aligned enough with with what we think is important and what and, and how we want to operate and what we hold close to us. Um, it wasn't. It was no longer closely aligned to our values. Um, we've always been and had a very diverse culture um, at Velasco, and we've always been. Community's always been right at the heart of it, and we just felt like we had to step away from the brand in order to uphold our values and look after our community in the way that we wanted to. Um, it was with a heavy heart. CrossFit, as I said, is, was super important to the three of us and a great number of our members. I'm sure there were members of ours who were all as disappointed by the decision that we made as there were um, pleased and those who felt supported by the decision that we've made. And it wasn't one that was made or taken lightly. Um, and from uh, from a personal perspective, um, it, it it was with some sadness because it brought me so much. It gave me so much. It, it gave you know it, it gave me health. Um, it made me value my own health. It, it then you know helped me realise what I wanted to do as a career in terms of working with people and actually take that into coaching in the fitness industry rather than the industry that I was in. Um, and then it was obviously, without it, I, it, there was a significant chance that Velasco, either as it was or at all, would never have would never have been um, in existence. So we stepped away from it with a heavy heart, but also paying absolute respect to what it was, what it stood for, what a lot of it still stands for, and what I'm sure now that it is under, um, it now has a new CEO and owner, that it will continue to be. Um, but for Velasco at the time and now and into the future, we felt like it was a time we needed to step away, um, move into our own little space, develop things in a way that we wanted to, um, that meant that we could stay 100% aligned with our with our values um, and in, in full support of our members. <coughs> nice. Cool. What does that mean for our members? You know, in terms of we've got members that like to compete we've got members that value the sport side of of um the crossfit methodology you know what how, how do things look for for any members that might be worried about the fact that they're no longer a part of a crossfit gym i mean the impact the impacts of members on a day-to-day -day basis from from a from a training and actually a competitive perspective is is nothing really there there is none um as i say crossfit is a is a brand of um, it's a training methodology. It's, it's it, at its core, it's functional fitness, um, strength and conditioning. So we, um, the way that we trained historically, will continue to be at the heart of what we do in the classes. Which means that those people that want to come in and do in inverted commas a, a CrossFit class, they they wouldn't necessarily know to come into the gym as we move forward. That anything had really changed other than potentially the terminology that we use um, 
from a competitive perspective, again, nothing really changes. The Open is open to anybody in any gym around the world, so anybody can take part in it. You don't have to be affiliated to either take part or submit scores. Um, and we still plan on hosting the Open every year because, as I've said before, it's, it's a really important part of um, that kind of coming together and throwing down together is super important to the community. Um, and sort of on a, on a lower level, sort of um, more local competition basis, again, most competitions, although people who do CrossFit or who are affiliated with CrossFit brand will call them CrossFit comps, they're actually functional fitness competitions because unless it's been sanctioned by CrossFit, you can't call it a CrossFit comp or you shouldn't call it a CrossFit comp. So, yeah. I mean, in the, in the past, we, and, and again into the future, we will hold competitions here. Um, they're, they're scale it up. Um, they're sort of entry-level competitions. Um, and they would be open to CrossFitters and, and non-CrossFitters, functional fitness people alike. Um, so yeah, on, on, on the face of it, absolutely nothing really changes. Um, it just, we just, yeah, we just wanted to, to move in a slightly different direction um, and felt that we, we had to step away from the brand. But for anybody out there worrying about whether the training is going to change or whether they can still do the competitions or whether we're still going to enter strength and depth, all those sorts of things, then, then you know, nothing changes. Absolutely. We still want to be... We're still going to do functional fitness. We still want to compete. We still want to have that kind of throwing down together um, in classes and at competitions that we've always had. So, yeah, nice. nothing really changes. Wicked. All right. That's nice reassurance. And I think it's, it's probably worthwhile saying on that point as well. I think if anybody, you know, for a lot of people, the gym is a, a huge part of their day and a huge part of their life. And if anyone is concerned about anything that they feel is a significantly large change to something that they they value you know always reach out to you know any of the any of the girls any of the coaches you know anyone that might be able to help at least point you in the right direction I think Ellie's point around nothing really changing is you know as, as accurate as it can be I don't think there'll be any you know the, the feeling of change aside from what you come and, and see and and you know, maybe the, the slightly tighter knit community probably won't register with with anybody because there there simply isn't. And the programming will be the same, the movements will be the same, the methodology, you know, mechanics, consistency, intensity is still how we'll build. You know, everything that we do going forward. So yeah, I think that's a really important point. Um, I think we've got through quite a lot of of stuff there in a in a fairly short period of time, which is great. I think the you know I I referenced it when I kind of teed up you know this podcast at the beginning what what are your thoughts on the podcast going forward and and you know what people can expect to see and what you know what you'd like it to become yeah i mean absolutely i mean you i think you pretty much you covered all of it i think that at the heart of it we just we want to be able to communicate with members and non-members alike for, for anybody that might find find the podcast a benefit we're going to cover a, a huge sort of spectrum of of Topics, subjects, um, I guess is the best word for it. Both from a training perspective, from a sort of a health and wellness perspective. Um, I mean, certainly pushing the kind of good health and wellness is something that we definitely want to promote and be a bigger part of. So looking at nutrition and not just from a sort of body composition perspective, but, you know, from a eating for mental wellness and, and all that, that sort of stuff. 
um, looking, you know, answering questions from, from members um, and, and just kind of sharing what we do and how we do it and why we do it um, and, and involving you guys and people from the community as much as we possibly can. Nice. Yeah, I think, you know, coaches' interviews, members' interviews, um, nutrition, programming, gym bag essentials, you know, training and competing, functional fitness for masters athletes. You know, I, th- I think there's such a, a huge scope of potential. And, and any, as I said at the beginning, anything that you guys want to hear more about or you want discussed or, you know, even if it's a real simple 30 seconds to answer a question – I'd encourage you to just drop it in on the you know on the Instagram account or pop it on the Facebook page um, because the more content we have shared from you, the more relevant this becomes for everyone. And, and I guarantee you, if you have a question, there's probably another thirty percent of our members that have the same question or, or a variation of, of a similar theme. So, you know, I, I can't kind of encourage that enough. I think the the classic podcast sign off is like and subscribe uh, you know as, as this grows it'll be really cool to have you guys subscribing to it so that whenever we release a new episode you you're aware of it um if you think some content is is great and and should be shared with a family member or a friend share it equally if you think some content is awful and we need to do less of it cool let us know that as well because you know as i said the more the more feedback we get the better this becomes as a resource more than anything ellie do you want to let people know where to find us on various platforms absolutely um we are now uh velasco.fitness so search that on instagram um the website address is www.velasco.fitness um that is cool (laughs) Um, yeah, and, and the same on Facebook. So um, look us up. Um, if you're a member and you don't follow us, why don't you follow us? Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a non-member and you want to find out a bit more about what we do, then obviously you know find us on, on those social media platforms. Um, again, follow this podcast. Um, and yeah, we hope to hear from all of you guys soon. Nice. Ellie, thank you very much. Everybody thank listening, you. thank you very much.